You're listening to the Girls on the Grid podcast with Tamara and Priya. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Girls on the Grid podcast. We're here for episode 51 today and we have an awesome chat ahead. I recently caught up with Jess Golding, who is a go-karter herself and she also runs a fantastic little go-karting team under Jess Golding Motorsport. She coaches young go-karters and new go-karters coming into the sport. She's got some great stories, some great advice. Um, She's an all-around just fantastic person and we had a great chat. We actually, the podcast itself went for an hour, but I think the whole chat between her and I probably went for nearly two hours because yeah, we just had so much to talk talk about and um, she's a world of knowledge and just really passionate and amazing at what she does. So let's get straight into that chat. This is episode 51 with Jess Golding. Jess Golding, welcome to the Girls in the Grid podcast. Thank you for having me. Awesome to have you here. We've got lots to talk about. Um, One of the really cool things that you do is run uh, a female-led go-karting team, which we'll get into in just a moment. But um, you yourself, you're a former karting champion. So a bit of history there, which is really cool. So I'd love to know uh, your motorsport story and how you yourself got into motorsport and just about your journey to where you are now. Yeah, okay. Well, we've uh, rewinded a few years um, there. So my dad used to race carts. Uh, and, you know, like a lot of people, we, you know, get dragged around um, by our parents and get to do the stuff that they do. But I absolutely loved karting. Uh, I grew up at a kart track. Um, dad was quite good at it. Um, I got the bug for the sport. And then at 10, Santa bought me a go-kart for Christmas. So that was pretty cool. And then I did some practicing for a year. Dad didn't let me race for a year until I was fast. So that was the deal we had. Um, And race carts, goodness, since then, and I'm turning 35 this year. Uh, Wow. Fast forward all of the yeah, man, there's so much history there, like racing internationally and, you know, racing state titles and all those sorts of things, the highs and lows of motorsport. And then, you know, you think that you're going to go into the car racing world and then you figure out how hard that uh, is. And uh, yeah, go into the professional world and now back into owning and running this race team. So it's really hard to fit 30 years into a couple of sentences, I suppose, is the answer to that question. But uh, yeah, it's been a wild ride. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So um, I represented Australia twice in New Zealand. So I don't know, is that overseas or is it just like a fake interstate? Yeah, technically. You go over the seas to get there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's still overseas. Yeah, so raced Formula 100 there a couple of times. A few Aussies used to do this race called the CIK Trophy of New Zealand. And they got some pretty big names, like uh, Chris Vanderdrift and the Cunninghams would come over when they were racing cars in America and lots of the Aussie guns would go over. It was a really, really big international karting race. Um, Yeah, so I did that twice and that was amazing. Um, Raced there and quite successfully there was a Formula BMW scholarship scouting team there at the time um in the second year that i did it uh and they were sort of checking out who's who in the zoo and we got invited to do a test at pukukoi um in a formula bmw yeah which was both extremely exciting and terrifying because i didn't know how to drive a manual so (laughs) it's quite a job yes 16 or 17 at the time going, yeah, this is awesome. Oh, no, uh, maybe not so awesome. How do I do this? Mm. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So cool. Experience. Yeah. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. Very cool. So, so how far um, did you go with getting into cars? Did you ever end up racing them or? Yeah. Look, we did a lot of testing in Formula BMW in um, Asia. 
um, that was through the whole scouting program. There was um, like sort of a come and try day thing in New Zealand. And then there was one that um, they selected a few Aussies to go over and do um, a big scholarship program for the, um, the Formula BMW Asian series. So I think there was like mm -hmm. 10 Aussies that got invited over um, to do that. So we did a lot of testing there with some race teams. And then I went over to the UK um, and tested with a couple of race teams over there as well. Uh, but we just didn't get the budget together. Um, yeah. Back in my day, <laughs> as people say. Oh, um, but it's still, um, still Australia so hard, was ready for, Yeah, I don't think Australia was ready for um, to support a girl. They just didn't get it. It was a really big risk Okay. Uh, when I was doing the car racing thing. We managed to pull together some budget to do two rounds of the Australian Formula Ford Championship um, mm -hmm. in a brand new team. It was Synergy Motorsport. Um, Oh, yeah? Like super, super old car. Uh, I had one test day or something before the first race and just like my whole racing career got thrown in the deep end big time. Uh, so going from, you know, wings and slicks and a sequential gearbox in Formula BMW to coming back to Australia and, mm -hmm. yeah, completely different, you know, H pattern, gearbox, no grip, uh, completely different environment. It was... Um, not very successful <laughs> we had yeah. yeah it was terrible so uh i just went oh no this is embarrassing really i'm, I'm super super competitive and super determined so i was like no nah, like we need to put a full program together but that was it for the car racing thing and then i went back to carts after that quite successfully again because you know mm -hmm. your gear you know you yep. own your engines and and everything like that so that's it was a blip in terms of my mm -hmm. racing history, the car thing, but very, very exciting blip to be able to do that, to be given those opportunities. But uh, yeah, they yeah, weren't ready. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But then to see what you're doing now, that's, mm -hmm. that's really cool. And so the race team, it's obviously, that's a full-time thing, is it? It is. Yeah. So it all happened super organically. So uh, back, so a year ago, it's literally just been 12 months now. Yep. Uh, yep. so a year ago I was back karting for maybe two years. I'd just come back to the sport. I'd worked in the corporate world and mm -hmm. come back into the sport and racing again, at sort of like a club and state level. Uh, and I came back into tag light, which is one of the most competitive categories in, in karting at the moment and, mm -hmm. uh, got absolutely nailed and uh broke my rib um in a big crash uh wow. so had like internal bruising and like it was bad like so yeah welcome to oh. being motorsport as a girl uh but yeah. yeah we yeah so how that all came about i had the broken rib and i couldn't drive a cart right but um it was just ridiculously painful and i was preparing for state titles so i was like stay out of the car to you know to mend because you can't really fix that apart from time and you know some painkillers and whatnot uh and wow. i just sort of was hanging out at the track and people were like oh hey like i'm new can you help me can you do some driver training and i thought oh yeah i'll give this a crack yeah i've never done it before just buy me a set of tires um and it evolved to going oh you know we'll pay you for it i was like okay cool people want to pay me to <laughs> to do this and then it, it kept evolving and evolving and word of mouth spread. And then we had like a little race team of four people go to state titles with me. Um, wow. and people paid that. um we had pop-up tents and like some screen printed t-shirts and then people would say, Hey, come with me to, you know, we'll pay you to come to AKC and you can mentor my driver. I was like, this is actually cool. Like, I think I could make something of this. And I was trying to sort of navigate where I could fit in that market because you know, there's a lot of cart shops uh, mm -hmm. in not just in Queensland, but around Australia. And then there's lots of um, race teams, right? So those race yeah. teams really cater for the big end of town, like your Australian karting championships, state titles, like tens of thousands of dollars worth of racing. And I thought, I think there's a bit of a gap here, you know, with my mm -hmm. experience and, uh, you know, in the real world, corporate and marketing experience and all of that with my racing and um, I thought, wow, I, I could start a race team for new carters and uh, it's yeah. literally blown up. So that's how it, that's how it's all come about. You know, we look at 
12 months ago, broken rib going, I hate my job. I've broken my rib. Everything sucks to <laughs> this wow. amazing, amazing thing that we've worked really, really hard at. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. literally my full time job now. And it's, it's only been a year. <laughs> only a year. Yeah. Wow. I told I you just <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That's really cool. So how did you, um, kind of bring that corporate experience into running the business and, and getting it up to where, where it is now? I mean, like the branding looks amazing. Like, thank you. Yeah. I've got a sports. Yeah. It's, it's, that was one of the biggest things really important. So I have a sports marketing degree. Uh, Mm -hmm. I studied in the UK, uh, and, you know, we learned a lot about the importance of branding and brand perception and all those sorts of things. And I wanted it to be really clean, um, friendly, kid friendly, age appropriate, all that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, putting putting two and two together with my corporate sales experience. I've worked for supercars. Mm-hmm. I've worked in international race teams, um, you know, grassroots stuff. I've done the whole international racing thing myself, sponsorship, all of that stuff. Um, all of that experience, I've just taken the years and years of of that and, and, and put it into building this amazing race team and helping the next generation mm-hmm. of superstars. So it's cool. That's really, really cool. And just going yeah. back to your, um, to your injury. So have you been in the car mm. since then or? Oh yeah. 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 So I was, that was, I think I had to be out of the cart for like eight weeks or something. And I had an amazing team behind me getting me ready for state titles. So broke the rib in, I think February or March, Mm -hmm. like late February, March at a club day. And then, um, was racing state titles at Warwick in June. So it was a fair time out of the seat. Um, you know, like I had, wow, amazing doctors, amazing physios, uh, and they helped me on my road to recovery so I could get back in the seat, um, before then and not be in any or much pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah no so, good yeah. good that you're back yeah loving it loving it every yeah. moment of it yeah the highs and the lows you know a lot of people go oh isn't this amazing and you just go yeah it's amazing but there's also some not so amazing times in motorsport as well which yeah. are you know and in life that we everyone sort of goes wow look how glitzy and glam this is it's like yeah <laughs> look yeah. at all the work behind it as well and uh the drama and all that sort of stuff so it's crazy, isn't it? But I guess you can't help but think in that kind of moment how, like, you look to where you having that time off and then getting that experience behind the scenes, it's kind of led you to where you are now, which is really cool. 100%. So, everything yeah, things happen for a reason. reason. There yep, you go. Yep. <laughs> that's my life. That's my biggest thing in life. So, yeah. 100%. That's, that's my motto. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to go really with cool. it, you know, in everything, mm-hmm. in everything. Like I have lots of little ones that I have to guide now. And I go, man, like, you know, they go, why did this happen? Why did that happen? And you don't know until everything sort of unfolds. One day they'll get it. One day you'll get it. Yeah. They'll get it one day. You know, they go, oh, this sucks. I'm like, but you learn from that and then you get better from that. So, you know, try Mm -hmm. to turn your lows into a high if possible. Yeah. Or a learning experience at least. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so what are some of the things you do um, in order to help? carters evolve in their driving what sort of um programs and activities are involved in the team yeah yeah so i do uh driver training uh we do mm-hmm. one-on-one driver training programs and also mini groups um and then i run this uh junior development program with ipswich Kart club which again happened super organically because i had lots of little kids that wanted to do stuff no one was really doing anything in this market um and yeah, we, we've got some fantastic partners. Patrizzi course partner with us with that um, program. And mm-hmm. we've run, yeah, this will, I'm actually doing one tomorrow. So I've been binding books and putting together gift bags and buying sausages and all those sorts of things. Oh, the, great. <laughs> um, yeah, so th- that's a fantastic program where we teach uh, cadet and junior drivers fundamentals, you know, that we, we really forget those things are super, super important, you know, race procedures, 
flags what do they mean you know the overwhelming thing of you know what to do on a race day where the flat you know like the lights are and what lines mean on the track and all those sorts of things we we just sort of take that for granted when we've been in this game you know 20 plus years and yeah giving that back and watching them go oh wow like i know how to weigh now it's like yeah so i'm so glad that i could help you learn that you know the things that some people go oh that's very very obvious i might to you and I, yes, but we all started somewhere. And I know it's only um, it's only so new the the team, but and I guess there will be a few years until some of the alumni come out of it. But is there anyone is there anyone who's kind of standing out at the moment that's doing really well? Look, I've got a few drivers that are really putting in the work and surprising. I think both themselves uh, and me, you know. It, it, but it's fantastic, you know. Karting motorsports a journey. You know, we we see lots of people come into Cardi and go, oh, you know, I want to be fast. I want to be doing this. It's That's great. That's fantastic to have ambitions. But I have to sort of pump the brakes a bit and go, there's so much to learn. Like, steady the ship. You know, like, it's all exciting now. But, you know, like, let's learn race craft. So then when you're, you know, racing at not a club level, but a national level, you can win. Uh, but, yes, I, I do have lots of drives that I go, oh, that one's a bit special or that was a really cool move. Uh, but yeah, 12 months in with, with the race team, they've de- like they've grown so much, like not just in pace, but in feedback. That's huge for us, you know, getting them to talk about what the go-kart's doing and what they could have done better. Um, just to be sometimes to just take the emotion out of it. Cause I'm like, if you want to do this, if you want to go through the ranks, um, it's tough mentally um, and you've got to treat it like a job, but then, you know, there's understanding what people want out of it as well. So some people like, yeah. I just have no idea about karting. I need that support. That's cool. Like, let's make this fun. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, give you as much help as possible. Other people like, this is what I want to do with it. I'm like, right, I'm going to be pretty hard on you because th- this is a, a hard game. So it's the reality. It's yeah. the reality of it. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, man, I've worked with hundreds of drivers in in this year and it's exciting, not just the little ones, but, you know, guys in their 40s, 50s. I think I had a guy, he's, oh, he'll kill me now. If he, he, I think he's in his 60s or maybe 70s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, but, you know, he's just like, oh, you know, I need help with this. I was like, cool, let's do it. So, um, yeah, it's mm-hmm. not just. So it's all, all levels. All levels, but 100% it's mm-hmm. for the club racer. So it's new people to karting. Yeah, boys, girls, pets, juniors, seniors, everything. So we'll just sort of help lay the foundation and then guide them to their next step. So we're sort of designed as that first little team that you you learn things from and then you go to the next one. So it is a bit of, it will be a revolving door. It won't be something that we take drivers for years and years and years to because that's not what we're about. We're there to help the, the next generation and to sort of push them through that that program that we're running and um, go from there. Fantastic. But yeah, how, how exciting for you as well to think, you know, in the years to come, some of the, the people that have come through the program, you know, they could be off in supercars or overseas. Like that must be super rewarding yeah. and exciting, I guess. Very, very motivating. A hundred percent, you know, like, um, yeah, I, I sort of go, wow, you know, 12 months, what have we achieved? And all the stuff we're doing, you know, getting people podiums is exciting, their first trophies and, and all of mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. But yeah, you know, watching them progress and thinking, you know, yeah, maybe down the track, if we have some sort of mad success story, it's like, it's pretty cool. And, and it is rewarding to, to have been part of that. And so um, can you kind of walk us through what happens on a standard race weekend at the racetrack? Oh yeah, dep- <laughs> yeah we wake I'm up. I'm sure it's different every <laughs> every weekend. But- every weekend it's different. So we've got two race teams. So I don't know if you saw on the site, we've got the, the main team. Uh, so that's got eight drivers, including myself. Uh, and then we've got this uh, new program called the mini team uh, where people sort of pit next to us and they get support and we have um, mechanics and pay mechanics to help them so they don't feel alone so they're not overwhelmed with the 300 plus drivers that we get at Ipswich Kart Club which is insane um in a good way 
for for a club day but it's literally like a state title every single time we race a club day there so it can be super overwhelming for new ones um so yeah normal race day we'll get up at 4 30 5 a.m um we're at the track by 6 30. uh we'll have a team meeting and then a track walk driver's briefing uh and then just get into it and literally i just feel like a conductor all day i'm managing my own race program but then sort of overseeing what everyone's doing in the main team and what's happening out on track uh and then just making sure that nothing weird is happening set up wise uh inside the mini team or just making sure everyone's okay so sort of directing people like go help this person or that person needs this or okay now i have to just take five seconds to have some water because it's like two o'clock and i haven't <laughs> done that yet and yeah it's non-stop yeah it's absolutely non-stop and people just coming at you all day going what about this and how do I do this and it can be super mentally draining to um to to take all that on but it's amazing and super rewarding as well when you know my little ones win their first trophy or we've got people going through club championship in a new class and they're you know they're killing it like they're in you know top Mm -hmm. three and it you know in a club championship at a club as big as Ipswich that's huge so uh yeah, super, super busy days. Um, but you know, that we've got eight of them this year, club championship rounds, and then we've got we're gonna do state titles this year. I'm gonna take a couple of people mm-hmm. up to Townsville um that have shown some promise on the track and, and want that experience. So I was like, Okay, we'll we'll guide you through that process. Um, just so you're not like oh, what's happening out here, but putting them through yeah. through, through the pressure of an Ipswich Club day. I think they'll be quite prepared for a for a normal state title. It'll just feel like a club day to them. But uh, yeah, yeah, with the blue plate on offer. That's that's really cool. I um I remember like oh, back in the few years ago now. But my mm. brother he was he was a go karter, and yep. we did some of the um, Ipswich rounds. And yeah, that's a very popular place. <laughs> Full on, hey, yeah, really, very popular really track. Yeah, did you ever really race? cool though? No, I had a, I had a go like just in some higher carts, but yeah. I was, um, I had horses. Yeah. So I've been stalking you too. We've I, done the mutual yeah. stalk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course. But, um, yeah, no, I had the other horsepower. So yes. I chose to pursue that, but yep. now I'm just getting into some little racing stuff. I don't know. Maybe in a couple of years we'll see. Yeah. Well, come race for us. Get a car. Yeah, for sure. You know, we're for the new sure. car, so we'll help you. We'll help you out. Absolutely, sure I'd, I'd love like to. It. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he he so would. And like, it's it's funny. It's at a point now where, like, if a few years ago I'd said, "Oh, Dad, can I do karting?" and I packed up and sold the horses, he, like, he would have said, "Yeah, of course." But now it's like, okay, you're an adult. You can go and <laughs> you have to go sort it out yourself. So I'm like, okay, that's on me. No, that's never too late to start. And it does suck. Like you go exactly. Oh, you know, we paying for yourself when you're racing carts. I, I think my first yeah. ever full season of doing that, I just thought, wow, th- firstly, this is really expensive. Um, and then you just mm-hmm. go, no wonder dad was so angry at me for like bending all those bits when there was a crash or something stupid that you did. Um, and it was really... the same with horses though. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. You gotta feed them. Put my parents what? through this. <laughs> <laughs> Food costs how much? What do you? That's yeah. it. <laughs> people go oh man like just I'm like oh don't spill that that fuels like two dollars a liter now guys <laughs> don't waste it oh <laughs> it's insanely expensive but it, like yeah it's all worth it if you love mm-hmm. it 100 yeah so good but yeah I had like I've, I always loved the racing but mm. I just I only had the option of doing either horses or carts at the time horses were my everything yeah. and now but now now I'm the one working in the sport making money so I don't know if I've made the smarter decision there 100%, so you've made the smart making choice. the money not yeah. losing it yeah yeah because how old are you now are you 21 wow you're still a baby yeah so <laughs> you yeah you've got a million years to go I'm just thinking what was I doing at 21 I think I'd either just moved back from the UK I was studying over there and working in race mm-hmm. teams and um that's so cool stuffing up interviews with williams with claire williams when she walked in and i just oh went, my god i went oh my god wasn't prepared for that uh at that age whoa yeah 
yeah, got down to the final oh. two and then went. <laughs> but she's not um, but she's not involved anymore, is she? No, this was, you know, I'm 35 this year. So that was a long time ago. Um, yeah. yeah, so many stories, so many cool stories. But uh, yeah, getting interviews with That's Formula awesome. One was awesome. Yeah, because I wanted to do the PR thing. Like I did that with racing yeah. overseas, um, just writing press releases. And you did supercars? Yeah, I worked for the supercars as well. So I was in their corporate hospitality sales team. So huh. yeah, moved down to Sydney and and worked there. And that's why I gave up racing for a while because, you know, I had to make mm-hmm. some money um, and, you know, yeah, amazing opportunity to to put what you love to do um, and your skills, uh, and yeah, so worked there for man close on five years I think, and then COVID hit. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, COVID hit and the yeah. world just stopped, uh, literally as we know, uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, it got made redundant. <laughs> and- wow, yeah, it's it's a harsh industry, isn't it? Like. Yeah. But that was okay. You really never know. Yeah. But I mean, like, look how it's turned out now. I know, right? Yeah. I just would not have ever in a million years thought that this could happen. Um, And so proud of, you know, the stuff that we're doing and excited for the future. And yeah, it's. um, Yeah, it's so cool. I can't wait to see how it goes. Yeah. Well, where are you based? You should come out and have a look if you're out at Queensland. I mean, I'm in Melbourne, but I'm in Mm -hmm. Queensland like a few times a year. So yeah, yeah for sure. Well, when I'm you're driving on the way to Queensland Raceway, you'll see our big marquee out there. So uh, we've got cool. some pretty good road presence there. So you go, oh, wow. Okay. That's, that's legit. That's that big um, yeah. photo on the rate of the, on the uh, website, the big marquee there. So that came from Italy it's, and that's never coming that's down. That's so cool. <laughs> that took that's us so, so cool. It is cool. That makes it real. I thought, man, if I'm going to have a race team, it has to be real. And Andy, my fiance, and it's got was, like your name on it, right? So cool. And like the logo, have you? Do you understand what the logo is? Because a lot of people are like it's just a triangle, isn't it? Have you had a look at it? Oh yeah, the, um, the J. It's a J, a G, and an M, in a diamond. Okay. Yeah, because you know how yeah. pressure makes diamonds, and motorsport is all about handling okay. that pressure. So a lot of like subliminal meaning behind that. But um, I like that. I really strong. like that. Yeah, it's cool, hey. No, like you've it's good. You've um I've even seen um the TikTok page. Oh yeah. As well. It's going crazy. I've had a few come up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really good. It was like it was coming up on my for you page. I'm like, oh, I'm hang on, I'm interviewing this girl like in a few days. That's really cool. <laughs> so it's but it's so good that you're, you know, using every resource that you can to promote in the best way. And yeah. and like like I said before, the branding looks awesome. It looks like it's been around for years. That's why I'm surprised it's only been 12 months because it's yeah. just it's come together so well so yeah well done thank you like it you're doing an incredible job so thank that's you. really cool that's um tough world being in a uh, motorsport as a woman as you you'll know and you'll continue to find mm-hmm. out and it's not all sunshine and lollipops and it's a lot of hard work a lot of tears um a lot of people saying they'll support yep. you and just don't um but uh mm-hmm. yeah you've got to be tough in this sport really resilient and really really determined yeah yeah and so i for well, i guess for myself growing up like my family we had we had a race team mm-hmm. which um a bit different to a go-karting team but i'm sure logistically and in a lot of other ways very similar mm-hmm. um but at times it was like it was quite tough um like we had some yeah really tough times where it was almost like why are we doing this? Yeah. I guess I know it's all still very new, but have you ever had moments where you're like, well, this is like, this is a lot like this is, especially when you're running it yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Look, there's so many stories. We'd be here for hours. There's my sister, we were watching um, mm-hmm. Drive to Survive. She's like, you should get Stan on Netflix to do and follow the race team and like all of the Can stories behind it and managing the personalities and the egos and the, you know, the coming off the track and, the tears of the little ones and then being like right now I've got to console this kid because they they thought they were going to get a trophy and crashed because they're inexperienced and then there's someone over there (laughs) yelling and I'm like okay everybody just breathe and then me being like right okay did I do my tire pressures like are we good no we're out go um so there's a lot that happens (laughs) on a race day and man I have some cool stories but um 
I don't want to be here for like three yeah. hours and you're like, okay, Jess, like my wine, <laughs> <laughs> I need to have a glass of wine. You've got it. You're all sorted. <laughs> no, we're all good. Don't you worry. Oh um, man. No, like, I can imagine like horrendous. It'd be a lot though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I was just talking to um, my race team last night about, you know, never giving up. And um, do you know that like cartoon of the the bird that's like eating the frog and then the frog's like strangling the bird? Um, I can imagine it. <laughs> and the frog literally it just says never give up. My dad gave me that um, yeah. photo and it's like one of my sort of inspiration photos of like no matter how bad mm-hmm. it could be it could always be worse and like we've got to deal with mm-hmm. the situation at the time but I was just saying like Rotax Nationals goodness many many years ago when Nationals were like a one-off event and not a series there are series now of like five races um and we there was like 60 entries in in my class um and you know, it wasn't this thing where it was like A versus B versus C versus D. It was like, if you don't qualify, you're out. Like, thank you for coming. Wow. Have fun watching for the for the rest of this weekend. And man, we were so fast in practice. Like, we just rolled the card out and we were like top five pace. And I was telling this story going, you know, and I sort of had a bit of a, a twinge in my rib. I was like, Ipswich, super physical track went out for, there was this thing where they had, okay, your two last practice sessions, they're going to take the times for those two last practice sessions. And then your fastest 40 would be in group one and your second 40 would be in group two. And uh, so we're like, no worries. We put new tires on. A lot of people did um, to do the first session, posted a time, third fastest, done. I'm going to be in the first group. Happy days. Let's watch the second group. We don't need to go out everyone went out in their second practice session except for me i was like okay whatever um then they (laughs) they post the qualifying because you had to like qualify for qualifying because there was just so many people so they posted groups and i'm like looking in group one going where's my name and then i'm looking at group two and literally my name was last so i was 60th fastest because they they didn't do what they said they were going to do. They didn't take the two sessions and merge them. They were just like, oh, we'll just take group two's times. I was like, sweet. So uh, was in the slowest group and had to qualify in the top 40 overall. And that was like, what, 60, 70 drivers. Um, went out and qualified 39th overall or something. Um just because, you know, you're in the second group, it's slower, the track's gone off, it's sticky. Uh, you're in a slower group of drivers, so you're just not going to get a good toe or a good run. And, yeah, I was devastated. I was crying at, like, what, 20 or something? Maybe I was like, you're right, 20, 21? Just absolutely bawling my eyes out going, oh, my God, this is over. And Dad's like, it's not over. Like, we never, ever give up, okay? Like, there's still three heats racing, boom, bang, bang. And I ended up like just driving so hard through those heats. And we started 10th in the final. And he's like, kid, like you can win it from 10. And I think I got up to like third and the, we just, the tires were gone. Like I couldn't have any where I was like, you know, keep pushing, keep pushing. And, you know, we're racing with, you know, the likes of David Sarah, who's a huge name in, in karting, trying to make a name for himself over um, in America at the moment, doing awesome stuff. Uh, and yeah, it was just, I was telling this story last night going, guys, like, you'll have the worst of times and the best of times in this sport. And that's just one of millions of stories that I have that it's like, oh, what if? And, you know, we're still talking about it going, what if? What if this happened? Or what if that happened? And we were so close on winning another green plate or, oh, I wish he didn't take me out. And yeah. Have friends and enemies for the <laughs> rest of your life in this sport. And, uh Yeah taking my little one so tough it is tough it's really tough and you just got to go Woo, okay how do we deal with that um and Mm -hmm. you know the broken rib thing was a a huge one for that where everything happens for a reason and it you know dad always says to me um that things like that are character building in motorsport and in life and i was like man my character must be amazing because i've had a lot of 
character building through the years and the the, the, oh, the drama, the tears, the miss, you know, close ones and the highs and all those things, you know. Yeah, I could go on and on. I've got so many of them. But, uh, yeah, it's it's special memories, it's isn't tough it? Game. Tough game, yeah. special yeah. memories. Like, would you like when you were in the race team with dad? Were you driving around? And it wasn't always flying. Like, you drive like hours in the car. Um, oh, and after a good weekend, oh, yeah. that was a fun car ride. But after exactly. a bad weekend. But... You could cut the silence yep. with a knife. It was um, oh. the silence is deafening is an actual real thing. <laughs> yep, yep. I have experienced that for sure. But um, you know, it's all it's all part of the game. I it think is. it's um yeah, like you said, character building, mm. which is which is good. But on some of the highs mm. that you've had, you won correct me if I'm not saying this right, it's R E S A. How do you say that? Risa. Risa, I thought yeah. so. Yeah. Risa. So back in 2005, yes. you won the Risa Light Australian National Karting Championship. Yeah. And you're also the most recent female green plate winner. Yeah. So, so that's an Australian that's... champion. Yeah. So no one's broken yeah. the record. So 2005, I wow. defended in 2006. Uh, and that was one of those weekends where you've got stories to uh, tell. But mm-hmm. I finished third in that one, um, so lost it, mm-hmm. which was dead set one of the hardest days of my life. Um, might wow. sound a bit dramatic, but when it means so much to you, it's just oh, and when you've worked so hard as well, like yeah. But like the Australian Championship, that you know, the, you know, the whole everything happens for a reason. So like, I was sort of racing a bit, and um. Uh, Marius Bailey, who owned PCR racing team, a kart racing team, was like, oh, Jess, like, my driver can't, um, he called my dad, actually, and i just come home from training, and nothing was really happening in racing world, and um, he called my dad and went, oh, and my driver's pulled out, are you guys free, like, go pick up this and this and this, and, you know, do you want to race Risa? And I was like, what's Risa? And, um, you know, we rocked up driving a go-kart I've never driven before at a track I'd never driven at before and um, in a class, like in a tyre, like the tyre I had driven on because I'd done a lot of Formula 100 racing and Risa was probably just a little bit slower but still as physical, Mm -hmm. super, super sticky tyres. And um, we weren't fast. Like we were struggling for setup um, all weekend and I was sort of sitting on the grid for one of the heats and, I looked over at this guy who was fast, who was an older sort of gentleman racer. And I was like, whoa, like he had like the big, the sprocket with the big numbers of what sprocket he was running. I was like, okay. I was like, wow, we're running like six teeth too many. The next heat we went out, took that off. Cause we didn't have all the technology we have today. Like in AIM and Race Studio 3, we had super basic Alfano stuff, no Lambda systems for tuning. It was all feel. And, um, took that off and we were just flying and like to win that like I passed the guy on the second last lap didn't look back and just broke his heart and I got that green plate and that's the best day ever like we'll always 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 remember that day but it happened you know by chance of like hey what are you doing next weekend nothing like yeah like those opportunities and um you got to be ready for them and always, always, always say yes. You know, yeah, you say yes and then you just figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. But I guess what just on that, um, what was the level of female participation like back then? Has it, I mean, obviously it's changed, but mm. compared to now, what was it like? Like it wouldn't be abnormal if I was the only girl racing at, at, at in not only in my class, but at an event um it it was a real anomaly and a lot of the girls that did race um and this is just purely about the racing side um they weren't fast so um you know people liked them because they weren't fast and people go oh you know dad and i always have this thing um you know people are talking to you i'm like oh man we must be off the pace today because 
why are people talking to me? And then I'm like, oh, it's gone quiet. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's changed so much over the years. And um, look, there's been some good things for women in motorsport uh, and there's been some bad things uh, for women in motorsport representation wise and uh, whatnot. Uh, but look, I look around, I've got a little girl in my race team now, um, but they're just everywhere. Like it's, it's cool to see, but what I really like to see is one girls in motorsport racing, but two fast girls, because that's rare. That, that is always, always going to be rare. Like anyone can do it. There's a lot of information out there, how to get involved and the barriers have been broken down, but to be at the front and at the top of your game, that's tough. And like, there's some girls that are doing that um, in Australian karting at the moment. And they come up to me and go, man, like, why are people like so horrible to me on the track? And you know, hitting me and this and that. I'm like, kid, it doesn't stop. For whatever reason, it just, if you're going to be fast in this game, they're just going to come for you more and more and more and do stupid things. Uh, but it is it is cool to see. But also, you know, seeing lots of um, women be involved on like the official side of thing as well. Like that's changed, you know. Mm-hmm. There was sort of defined female roles in motorsport uh grid girls yeah grid girls promo girls yeah grid girls promo girls which hey you know like this might be a bit controversial but i never had an issue with that i always thought that was the fun and the glamour and the, you know there's a lot of models that are like oh you know that was a really good promo exercise for me you know i'd never sort of shame anyone into that like you do you but like um, you know, the engineering side of thing and PR and photographers and all of that sort of stuff. Like we used to have the mums in the tuck shop and like all that sort of stuff. But uh, it, it's definitely growing the female participation. Um, but we just need more loud stories about the good stuff that's happening in, in motorsport and not the uh, the other stuff that's <laughs> happening. <laughs> I know some some very recent stuff that mm-hmm. we could definitely talk about, but no, it's not. That's, that's the stuff that we're yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You, you know, you hear me. I almost on. just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was. Just it's like, man, we're doing so attention. well. We're doing so well, and then, and then we get dragged like... back into all that nonsense. It's like, man, it's hard enough. It's just like, yeah. I mean, anyone listening would probably know what we mean when we say that. But like, mm. you know, what someone does for a living, good for them. But it's just suddenly then the comments and the uh, you know everything that all the fast girls have tried to achieve gets dragged down by that it's like but yeah you know that still happens to me like i was um racing not last race meeting but the one before and a guy um literally turns to my fiance andy and goes will someone put a muzzle on that thing I was like, sorry, what? Oh. You know, like, and people. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, That's very, very bad. Terrible, hey? And they go, oh, you know, like, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm like, man, when that sort of happens, like every like little slither, every little comment that happens, it's like, I'd really try to protect my little ones, regardless if they're girls or boys, but I really try to protect them from that nastiness. You know, that's just the world. Like I have comments on the TikTok and stuff and I'm like, hey, man, if you think this is obvious, that's cool. Like go away. Like I know it's obvious, but some kid that's brand new to the sport or some parent, you know, a mum that's like, how do I do tire pressures? That's obvious to us. But I'm like, I am more than happy to help you there because, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't know, you don't know. But yeah. people are going to start somewhere. 100%. But uh, yeah. yeah, how do we... You know, this is the big conversation of, yes, more women in motorsport, fantastic. How do we keep the conversation positive, uh, encouraging, uh, not about what a girl looks like, but about her results? Um, You know, there's some pretty spectacular women in this game uh, doing amazing things, not just in Australia, around the world. And I just don't know why we focus so much on people that are finishing 25th because they're a girl like to me you know 
that's not impressive. You know, I want to see a chick that can do it. That, that to me is exciting, you know, participation. Awesome. But for me, I'm like, man, someone that's done it, you know, not necessarily in the car world, but in, in the karting world. And I'm racing very, very young drivers now, but I still think I've got some titles up my sleeve and, yeah, 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 just, it would be really good to just not focus on that stuff and just let's get a fast girl. Like, why haven't we found one? Like, where are, where is she? (laughs) They're definitely out there, but I think, you know, it's like what you said, it's what we're focusing on, but you know, even then it comes down to things like the pool of, of girls that are actually racing is so small anyway. So mm. the amount that are actually going to be good, it's going it's, it's to be hard, but yeah. it's also like, you know, it comes down to things like budget and mm. money and opportunity and, but Hey, that's what we're, that's what we're trying to do. hundred percent. So yeah. Yeah. I think, I think in the years to come, there'll be a big change in the next decade. I reckon it could be huge. I even look at in the last 10 years of, mm. of racing, mm. the f- way female involvement has just totally changed in the car scene and then behind the scenes as well. So who knows? Who knows? It's exciting though. Yeah, it is exciting. I'm just like, I just hope that, you know, when they come through the karting ranks, we see a lot of, you know, little, little ones, a lot of little girls racing. Mm -hmm. They're like, this is exciting and fun. And then it gets to when they're racing boys who then go, Oh, I'm a teenager. I don't like being beaten by a girl and then how they manage Mm. that. So, you know, I go, this is fantastic to have lots of little ones. How do we educate uh, drivers? And that's one thing we do talk about a lot with um, my junior development program is regardless if someone is a boy or a girl, if they're faster than you, show some respect on and off the track. Like, it's okay. Maybe you might learn something. Um, But this whole, like, hit them off because they're a girl like don't let a girl beat you thing just I'd love to somehow stamp that out like we're trying to on paper got great programs but is that being translated into outcomes and what's actually happening out there I don't like to be Mm -hmm. negative but I'm like hey this is like the reality of it you know there's lots of cool stuff happening but how do we get the little ones going through there to like keep going when there's just the financial pressures, the pressure of performing, um, everyone's going through all those hormone changes and everything. And then being fast and, and, you know, all the stuff that a male has to deal with, but then add on all the other noise that's coming in as well. Exactly. It's more than just being out on the racetrack and and going fast. It's so many factors. So many factors, you know, like, I don't know. A lot of your listeners would probably be girls. So, you know, I've I've had times where, you know, how do you deal with, you know, things like, I don't know if you're allowed to say this on your podcast, but, you know, just like being a woman and, you know, having a period and that, you know. Exactly. There's that. But then it's also like, and this is something I've actually done a bit of research into. And I think we should definitely talk about it because females, we run on a whole different cycle to men. Yeah. Like, yeah. We run on our ours is spaced out over a month. Theirs is over twenty four hours. So they've got like the testosterone for most of the day. Mm. So they're like competitive all the time. And then we have days where it's like we just don't want to exist. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have days where we're you know on our game, and that can last a period. And then this can last like another cert, like small period. Like it's just mm. it's it's actually stuff that I think needs to kind of be taught so that you know then that way young girls can understand why they're feeling that way, why they're having the bad days. And like, it all comes down to a lot more mm. than you think. It's mm. yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff yeah. that's happening in research in, um, uh, with that. Um, and like performance, like how do you perform when mm-hmm. you know you do, when you do have your period or what do you do? You know, mm-hmm. when your little one gets her period mm-hmm. in a race suit, like just things like that, mm-hmm. that guys don't have to deal with. And then they go, Oh, that's gross. It's like, you think, and I have to deal with this. You have to deal with the embarrassment of you thinking it's gross, you know, and I have to still beat you. So like, you know, there's a lot going on in those little girls' minds and yep. uh, women's minds that are, aren't just like the obvious things that, yeah, we like to teach a lot of, of like, you know, respect and understanding and 
just life stuff yeah and especially for the boys as well it's like it's probably a good thing if they understand it because you know in karting and you know a lot of those kids are young and they're going that's the age that they're kind of that's all happening so hmm. setting yeah, foundation that's really good really really important yeah in like it's more than just you know the the obvious like racing lines and and whatnot for you though as well in, in everything you're doing is there anyone that you look up to or anyone who's inspired you over your journey yeah look in terms of like role models and whatnot um you know i always love what um susie wolf was doing and what she's about um i think she's very intelligent and i think she's a fantastic role model uh for women in motorsport women in business very clever very connected um and has done it on and off the track so that that was a big one um and uh i love love betty Klimenko for her uh you know just how she says things she's just so black and white and um i think it's fantastic what she's doing but she's not just doing it because of the girl thing she's doing it because she loves it and she's good at it and she's i I love that um she's someone that i look up to in terms of a business um owner and go wow she's like girl bossing like awesome here Mm -hmm. you know for sure yeah and and not just like oh isn't this fantastic it's like hey like we're here to get results uh you might not like what i have to say it's the truth you know i think she made a speech one year at a supercars gala dinner and i was sitting there going oh this one's not going to be that popular but i'm like hey like that's just the truth you know someone's gonna do it someone's (laughs) gonna do it you know just things like you know the things we were talking about you know in the pits there was no toilets for girls it's like seriously mm-hmm. like it's bloody mm-hmm. 2023 you know and, and yeah. you sort of forget that sort of side of things sometimes and you just go oh yeah right okay uh hmm. uh mm-hmm. yeah so definitely those two in terms of racing but my dad a hundred percent um he's he's race carts he's the one that's been there by my side and defending me um, and pushing me and um, it's still to this day, I call him and go, oh, I'm having this issue or how do I deal with this? Or what would your advice be, you know, with communicating this? Cause I'm very much a, a, a very black and white, very blunt, like take it or leave it. And sometimes, you know, I need to soften my approach on things. And uh, he's really, really good for that. So they're probably mm-hmm. my, definitely my, my three there hmm. yep yep and what would your advice be for aspiring go-karters aspiring me carters <laughs> <laughs> just do it so 100 percent, just do it if you're going to do anything do it well and just do it a hundred percent you know like people go i want this outcome it's like okay here's all the work that goes with that or, i want this result Okay, here's all the blood, sweat and tears that go with that. Uh, but, you know, if you're, if you're coming into the world of karting, find a home, do your research, mm-hmm. um, know that there's options available to you uh, in terms of joining race teams or doing it by yourself. Um, and, you know, know what you're going into the sport for. So, like, have realistic expectations and, and goals. But, like, if you're going to do it for fun, have fun. And, and be like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm just doing this for fun. Like I'm trying to get away from my wife or my kids or, you know, my husband or whatever it is that you want to do. Um, or if you want to, you know, make a, a life out of it, a career out of it on or off the track, get organized and, and get going. Cause, uh, you, you can really do a lot in this sport you know with the racing we're saying you know it's only been 12 months and look where Jess Golding Motorsport is uh you know watch out for the next 12 months because man the ideas and the effort and stuff but uh with racing man there's so many avenues now and ask lots and lots of questions do lots and lots of laps you know be patient and be kind to yourself because this is yeah a a mad world that we're in it's such a yeah. weird sport when you think about it i try to explain to the coffee shop guy oh. he goes you're that he goes were you in melbourne i was like why would i be in melbourne he's like because that big race thing was there i was like that's called formula one and 
love the Formula One. Yeah, I'm like, that's kind of like the, the giant go karts. Yeah, the giant one. He says the same, same. I'm like, ah, uh, how do I explain this to you? And you sort of show a photo, and they go, oh wow, that's like full on. Or then you have that conversation. Yeah. It goes, yeah, yeah, I race karts, and then they go, me too. And I'm like, oh no, we're gonna have the the fun karting conversation, aren't we? Yeah, the but, uh, karts. Yeah, and you just go yeah okay yep we're doing this aren't yeah. we <laughs> no no one really understands it unless they're in it do they yeah it's a really insular sport and look yeah. i hope the stuff that i'm doing on tiktok um like it's really short and snappy sort of stuff so i hope people are sort of seeing that oh wow this is a dif- a different world to what i thought it would be um there's a mm-hmm. lot a lot a lot involved like um i'm trying to launch a new part of the business at the moment and i test things on my sister who is a zero mm-hmm. motorsport knowledge person. She's super artistic. She's a scrub nurse, very, very intelligent. And uh, I was like, right, what? watch this. Does this make sense? She's like, no. I'm like, okay, so that means I'm not coming across, you know, you know when you sort of go, if you're trying to explain something, explain it to a kid where they go, and then what? And then how does that work? And why do we do that? So that's yeah. what i'm trying to get to where i'm like we might find this really like oh racing lines this is the racing line but i'm like cool there is three parts to a corner you've got to do this this mm-hmm. and this. then in this corner you've got to do this this and this then you've got to be aware of everything happening around you and then my sister's like wow there's actually a lot that goes on you don't just like drive around i'm like mm-hmm. nah man like my head is in a million places at once going okay what's this person doing where do i need a break here okay i'm going to pass this person up here cool we've got five laps to go and then i'm like oh they haven't cut the grass like recently and you just <laughs> yeah. stuff. when when you get really good and really experienced you're like whoa you know that movie over the hedge yeah 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 you know that scene where like the squirrels like running through like he's trying to steal stuff from the house i don't know they're trying to steal food uh through the house and like he's just had like a red bull or some sort of energy drink and he's moving so fast but everything around him moving slow that scene i'm like that's literally what a driver's like like we're going so fast and what you're seeing on the outside world is like that but we see like everything in slow motion and that's a really that's cool such place. a good way to put it mm. it's a cool way to get to that takes years so if you if you're going oh corner 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 it's like yeah come talk to me in 20 years when you're that squirrel. It's a, it's a, it's a cool way of thinking about it, right? Like that, that is, know, it is, you know, you'd, you'd have the same thing when you're riding, you know, you'd be going, right, this doesn't feel right. Or, okay, I've got to deal with that now. Or, you know, mm-hmm. I'm so naive when it comes to horse riding. I think I've ridden a horse once and once only, cause it hurts so much. Crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> My legs, I was just like, whoa, I have like muscles. It's a whole move. different type of yeah. muscular movement. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like, you know, same thing in a, in a cart, like you've got to deal with so many things and you're like, okay, something's wrong. I still have to deal with it. Like there's still stuff to happen. So yeah, that, that analogy, I love that. That's a, that's a cool one. Mm. Very visual. And for people that aren't in motorsport, they're like, I love that movie. <laughs> Yeah, that makes exactly. a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I love how your face just no. went. Oh wow! I know. I was like, hang on. I had the moment. I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's a really good way of putting it. Actually, I told. I'm. T- I swear to God, I'm like getting so old because I love a story. I'm like, come here, kid. I've got a story for you. It's like that's oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> I should have write a book. So good. stories. Oh, no, we'll have to. We'll have to do a part two then. Yeah, we'll definitely do a part two. <laughs> Just hashtag story time. Story time with Jess Golding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jess, for joining me tonight. I think what you're doing is so cool. And yeah, to see, like, even doing my, my research lately and just seeing how far the team has come and how well you're doing with it, I'm I'm really excited to see how it goes. So, yeah, wishing you all the best. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And, hey, don't forget to follow us on uh TikTok, Insta, Facebook, we are everywhere, as you said. So uh, thank you. That's awesome. It was great catching up with Jess. And Jess, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It was really great to chat. And I'm wishing you all the best with the team. And I can't wait to see where it all goes. So from wherever you are in the world, I hope you've had a great weekend. I know this past weekend has been a big one for motorsport. There's racing happening here in Australia. I think so many racetracks here in Australia are just buzzing this weekend, which is great. 
and around the world. So I hope you have had a great weekend and hope you all have a fantastic week. We have a huge lineup of guests coming up. We're going to be busy, busy and firing episodes left, right and center for the next few weeks. So I'm really looking forward to that and I hope you are too. But thank you so much for listening. I'm Priya Richards and you've been listening to Girls on the Grid. You've just listened to another Network R production. 